This is fun. Have makeup on and good light. It's been so long. Welcome back to the Brian Thomas Podcast, episode six. This is a very special one for me. There's always been such a stigma around sex, shame, and fantasy. And nobody better than Cage Jock, a hot gay Asian porn star, to enlighten us and educate us. It was, it was an incredible interview. I hope you enjoy. Without further ado, Cage Jock. My name is Cage Jock. You can call me CJ. And this is my poetic troupe. All right, so tell me something about Cage Jock. Well, the concept of K-Jock was started back in summer 2015. I started a Tumblr blog. It was just for fun. It was just to document my interest in BDSM, restraint, control, submission. Um, I was, I've always been really drawn for that subject. So I started a, jo- uh, a blog just for fun and just to document um, my fetishes. And um, I chose to focus my fetish based on chastity, submission, and control. Perfect. I forgot to turn my phone off. Is your phone vibrate? It's always. Yeah. Okay. My phone's Go ahead. All right. So that was great. So what is the real essence of cage job? What is the purpose of cage job? The yeah. What do you embody? Um, is is about well for those who who are not familiar with the subject. It's basically it's um in the BDSM world, um, is is you have you have the master, you have the slaves, you have the dominant, you have the sub- submissive. So it's it's about it's about you know like the 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 identity of a male is his genital and you basically you is 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 a little cage that you lock your dick in to prevent like erection and your your key holder who's like your dominant one he he just he just kind of like control you um when you can masturbate when you can come how you can come is and then whenever he's away he keep the keys and then it's, it's, it's really an erotic feeling when you're locked in a cage because you're constantly thinking of him and just by the act of taking away like taking control of a male genita- genitals it creates this this bond between the, the the couple so that's what it's about so um any dilemma with like the society it came a long way like the sexuality the expression of sexuality the dilemma about it, like how do you resolve or how do you go about it on a day-to-day basis if you hear people like what you're doing is wrong or whatnot? I don't have anyone telling me that it's wrong. They just they're more they're more curious why I do it. And when when I explain to them, then they're like, oh, I kinda get it. 
that sounds kind of interesting. The the I you know the the people I I I have a Twitter now because Tumblr doesn't really allow you to post stuff. So I I have a Twitter, and whenever people are curious, they they go on my on my blog, and then they go on my Twitter, and then they they find out the information. Some people uh, wrote comments. Um, and they asked like why I do it, and I would send them articles of my interviews to explain to them the mentality of it. I have a lot of people back back when I started in 2015. A lot of people had no idea what it is, even though you know classification has existed. It is is a a form of BDSM play that has existed for so long. But um, but when they saw my interpretation of it, they they got curious. And and as time progressed, I used my platform as a place to to educate. Then they completely get the idea of it, and they know a lot of them are no longer like judgmental toward or get confused by it. But a lot of my fans, my followers, they are turned on by it. They appreciate it, and that's all. Actually, that there's a huge community online about it now. So. So I think that with any kind of any form of kinks, is is important for you to come to it with an open perspective, and to listen to the to to what the practitioner has to say, and learn about it. And if it's not if it's not to your liking, you can just walk away because I'm I don't turn on to every kinks out there. There's, Certain form of kinks that I'm attracted to, and I gravitate toward, and I focus only on those. So a lot of the time, people people don't really judge me. Why I do this? Why I do that? They're more curious, and as I explain to them, they appreciate it. That's really good. So, um, so as a person, as a minority, as an Asian man, do you see yourself? being portrayed on a different level as far as what their purpose is, like as far as being page job? Is it like something that is separated for, from you as an Asian man, or is it something that you refuse to get? Um, can you repeat that question in a different wording? So, like, um, so like your purpose is to actually bring about awareness on the BDSM things, yeah, right? And um, so, so that's um, a, a part of you. Yeah. So it's also part of you is a minority like me. So how do you resolve those? Um, how do you fuse them together? Or do, are those two separate things? Mm, no, I just I present myself online. Just my personality. I um, being a, I have a creative background in art design. So um, after every basically like the, the how it came up is that I've seen a lot of porn. I've seen a lot of how um, kinks porn being uh, portrayed online. And and you know as an artist. Um, I've, I've always, I've. When I used to work as a designer in menswear, 
every single collection, every, every time we design a new season, we have to make sure that even though we, in the back of our mind, we're aware that a lot has already been created, but as an artist, you want to contribute something that it might not be new, but it has to be fresh to the viewers. So when I created K-Jot, in the back of my mind, I knew that in porn, there's a lot has already existed. So I wanted to contribute something different. Yes, chastity has been done a lot, but I, I gave it my own interpretation with a fresh perspective. And that's why people love it. And I never, I, I never really thought, you know, in the back of my mind, like, oh, I'm, I'm an Asian male, so this and this, this, I'm only supposed to be doing certain categories. No, because I have, I feel like when I started, I had my own freedom of expression and I utilize this to, to the fullest. And I, and I think that's great because you're breaking boundaries as far as being a minority, being an Asian man, and actually trying to break that um, perception that as an Asian man, you're always going to be submissive. Yeah. So you're actually doing something that's, that's great, that, that's groundbreaking. And how do you feel about that? You know, I, I, get, I get that kind of message a lot. Um, people, my, 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 uh, my followers, they will send me a message and they, and they say, oh, I, I, I really appreciate what, what you do in terms of not just representation for, for your own race, but also like what you contribute to the, to the, to the kink and the BDSM scene is, is so, it's, it's so refreshing to see someone who just really embrace themselves and to be so open about about your sexual interests and um, instead of like you know putting putting yourself in a pigeonhole and portraying yourself in a certain way because society is telling you that society society is like telling you that you should behave in a certain way. Well said. That's amazing. So, so let's go back. Like, like if you had to talk to yourself, seven, like a seven-year-old self, what do you want to tell Cage John, the seven-year-old person? Mm. Um, just embrace yourself. Um, ex don't be afraid to explore. Um, don't confine yourself in a box. Um, and just, you know, just really loving the, the kind of person that God has created you and um, just utilize everything that it has to offer. That's fantastic. That's amazing. I, only, I have one question. Yes. This will be the final one. Because uh, the reason I started this because I want to bring light to things that, like I used to feel shame that I was gay or sex or like, I don't think it's a bad thing. I don't think it, I think I'm an artist too. So what everything you're saying, I completely get. And I think people should embrace whatever that is for them without stereotyping or shaming. You know, mm -hmm. you can't do this, you can't look at this. Or I used to love looking at dirty magazines and porn as a kid, but I was so shamed about it. Like it's so dirty, it's so bad. Uh, I don't know the question that I'm getting to with that, but 
like what would you say to those people that have felt that shame and that because you know what you're doing you're staying true yourself and you're happy and you're happy yeah. i'm doing that in this world i feel happy but there's still that shame thing that i feel mm -hmm. sometimes from the world of sex and that, right. i don't see it as a bad thing that's why i'm bringing light to this issue right um i had i had an interview with dna magazine and i mentioned this issue i say that for some reason society embrace guns and making it more acceptable than pornography or sex work. Even though sex has existed since the beginning of, of the earth and, and, and guns is like man-made, man-creation, but it's some reason it's like more accepted and it has to do with the media, how it's being portrayed in the media. So because the, the, the media portray, the, the media shame sex work or anything that's sex related that is but when you think about it sexuality is sexuality and extraction is something that is in it is within us so you shouldn't you shouldn't be afraid to to research about it or embrace it it's particularly from a from a young age because that's how you discover your sexuality and you you're not going to discover it in the media so you have to resort to discover your sexuality through to to pornography and it's not really it's not really that bad you're just finding who you are and you're just finding what it what it is that you like so you you shouldn't feel ashamed about it what an incredible episode next week we have nelson nelson's an immigrant from venezuela a paralegal a fashion model, I mean, who could ask for more? You're gonna to wanna to watch. You're gonna to wanna to listen to the Brian Thomas podcast. Rico, Rico. I didn't clap. Just made a record scratch. So. <laughs> it was sad in this case for me that uh, when I was back in my country, I felt that I wasn't able to be that version of myself because of a lot of you know, uh, facts around society, family, stigmas, you know, it was something that it couldn't allow me to perform myself at the way that I wanted to be.